So today, as part of our podcast series, which is powered by Upside Global, we have the honor to interview Stan Larocque, CEO of Lynx, a leader AR VR startup that built the world's first AR VR hybrid headset. So, Stan, welcome to the show. Hi. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Great. So, Stan, you know what I want to talk to you about today was talk about your background, uh, your company, Lynx, and obviously talk about your product, as well as the types of sports experiences that your product could enable, as well as your plan for the next 24 months. So how does it sound? Yeah, great. Uh, we, we can start uh, when you want. Okay, great. So, Stan, you know, for the audience who's listening, can you tell us about your background and how you got the idea of Lynx? Yeah, sure. So uh, I'm an engineer. I'm 27, and uh, I'm, I'm the CEO and founder of the the company Lynx. Um, it's a 15 person uh, company based in Paris, France. So it's a very it's a quite small company at the moment, but we're yeah. seeing a lot of uh, traction and momentum. Um, I had this idea two three years ago, uh, and I got some funding. We raised two millions in uh, August 2019. And mm-hmm. from that, we started building the product that we we are putting on the market today. Uh, so the this the, this product is a uh, is like you said the first AR and VR headsets, untethered like no cables uh, that yeah. we're putting on the market. It's uh, it it will provide quite unique experiences for a, a very large spectrum of uh, industries. And I think today with you we could discuss about what is possible to do in sports. Great. Uh, well, first of all, congrats on, on, on launching the company. I know there's been a lot of attention on what you're doing. Uh, part of it is because there are a lot of speculation that Apple, in fact, uh, could be uh, working on an hybrid AR VR product. I'm not going to ask your opinion necessarily about that. But um, uh, so can you tell us now about your product links? The, like I said, the, the world first AR VR hybrid headsets and how it's unique, right, from other ARV headsets out there. Yeah, well, um, yeah, there are many other companies working uh, on, on, on this market. Like you said, Apple is working on that. Facebook is working on that. Microsoft yeah. and all the, all the big ones, of course, are working on that because... Um, on the hybrid version, hybrid ARVR version, you mean? Yeah, yeah, okay. of course. And, um, you, you know, it's, it's, it's all about spatial computing and... Yeah. And for them, especially for companies like Facebook, they know that it's it's strategic for them. Uh, they're yeah. putting billions of dollars on the on the line. It's very important. It's, it's what's coming after the smartphone. It's not going to replace your smartphone, but it's going to be something new, like a new interface to virtual content. Yeah. So it's really important for them uh, to to start working on that, to be ready to dominate the market. And we are just a tiny company among the big ones working on that subject. So, so yeah, your question is, is legit. Like, how do we make a difference in this yeah. context? So starting, starting on the features, you know, we, we, we are the only European company working with Qualcomm on their latest chipset for uh, XR. We are yeah. using what's called the Qualcomm XR2, which is the latest chipset that allows us to have um, a headset without any cable that is mm-hmm. very powerful. And then we, we embedded all the bells and whistles you might expect in a VR and AR headset. Things mm-hmm. like, you know, tracking your hands, tracking your environment. Um, Special audio. Yeah, audio, very good, good audio, very good voice detection, very yeah. large field of view, very good resolution. But what, uh, what, have you, 
have you released your field of view? Because I know you've got in about in a few days, right? You will give more details on your product, correct? Yeah. So, so the, the field the field of view is is ninety degrees by ninety degrees. So like ninety degrees horizontal, ninety degrees vertical, and the resolution. Yeah, the resolution okay. you you have per eye is sixteen hundred by sixteen hundred. And yeah. the frame rate, the frame rate is 90 frames per second. So okay, what's so interesting, yeah. No, I mean, the field of view, I, I believe for AutoLens, it's over, a little bit over 50, right? The field of view? Yeah, so that's 53 a big degree, jump, yeah. right? So that's a big jump from 50 to 90, right? Yeah, and we are, you know, if you compare our product to HoloLens, which is, which is the leader in AR today for, especially for enterprise, if you, yeah. look, if you compare that to HoloLens, we 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 destroy them on the field of view, but also on the on the color and the image quality you get in the headset. Because if you tried Hololens, you've noticed that the colors are not great. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the objects are a little bit, you know, they have this ghosting, the, this ghost aspect, and we don't, we just don't have that because well, we're I, doing, I, yeah. yeah. I, I think it's based on, I believe, the Hololens technology, optical technology. It's based on the Nokia. All the optical technology is that is that correct? That's kind of what I've heard. But. Yeah, they're they're leveraging some IP from um, you know uh, Nokia. They're manufacturing their optical uh, elements in Finland. So that's yeah. you know uh, there there is no surprise here. They have yeah. three hundred people working there um, yeah. in, in Finland. Um, but it's we thought it's not the right you know approach to augmented reality. And mm-hmm. especially for consumers, you know, if you want to have the right experience, maybe it can work for some businesses, but uh, it's also both expensive and you don't get the right image quality. So yeah. we, we, we tackle them on that. Uh, so when you look at our headset, it looks like a VR headset, but mm-hmm. it has two cameras at the front, which are, yeah. which are playing the role of your, your eyes. So we are just using those camera to take reality outside of, you know, the headset and put them back on the display. Uh, it's, it's crazy stupid, but it's working very well and it's very Mm -hmm. cheap. So I think we, I think it's the right path to do true mixed reality for the years to come. And with the traction we're seeing, we, we think we, we did the right thing. And on top of that, you know, we, we, we encompass all the technologies you might expect from a good AR and VR headset. Yeah, also, the, yeah. Also, the price is it's it's going to be to be way cheaper than Hololens. You know, we are targeting a sub a sub thousand dollars. One, below one thousand euros. It, it will be below that. Dollars. Below that. Yeah, uh, it will be a few hundred dollars. Okay, great. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a few hundred dollars. Yeah, uh, you you. Really? Uh, we are going to announce that okay. in two three weeks. Okay, great. Well, congrats on that again. I mean, I think it's amazing that, you know, a tiny startup from France. I mean, we also, so we know there's a lot of amazing talents in the world of optics, mm-hmm. right? From France. I, many of my friends, you know, they they came from France to, and then they ended up working for Magic Leap, you know, for, I mean, Google, Facebook. Uh, it's no secret that French are very good with optics, but I think for you guys to come in as a small, tiny startup and and to do it first, that's kind of amazing, right? So yeah, thank you that. very much. It's uh, it's a lot of work. Oh yeah, I mean it's I'm sure. You know, a friend of mine, uh, he worked for Magic Leap. One time, I you know he said, 
AR or you know optics, it's not rocket science. It, I think he said it's math and geometry. That's what he said to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which I thought was kind of funny when he did that. But um, uh, okay, great. So going back to sports, because you know we work with lots of teams, anywhere from you know just to name a few PSG and uh, Meta Galaxy and many other ones. Uh, what types of sports experiences could you uh, enable with your headsets? Uh, for example, VR training in sports is very big. You know, there's a bunch of teams who use that, uh, but also you could use it for VR, VR fan experience. And then if you look at AR, there's also great use cases for AR training and AR fan experiences. So uh, what, what is your take as far as the use cases for sports? So I, I think um, people in the sport industry will use our headset for AR training, like you train in your own environment and, and, and you want to, you know, to, to, to sh- display information on top of your performance to see what yeah. you're doing, um, to help you guide your gestures. Uh, I think it would be, it would be a very powerful tool. And what's interesting with Lynx is that you can train in AR, like in your sport gym where, mm-hmm. where, where you're living. And yeah. you can also, you know, move to VR again in the same session. And suddenly you're in a different environment, like the the Olympic stadium that yeah. you will be next month, you know. So mm-hmm. I, I think you're right for VR training. If, I mean, for AR and VR training, it's going to be a thing. And also mm-hmm. the fan experience in, in VR, of course, when they're at home and also in AR when they are in the stadium. Maybe yeah. we could also provide some fun experiences like the one we've seen in the Japan Olympic Games uh, this year with HoloLens. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, and I would think that some like your headset would be great for teams to offer in the the suites, you know, the VIP suites to provide mm-hmm. unique experiences. Um, I'm also a big believer in the the intersection between AR, VR, and betting. Betting, right? Live betting. Yeah. I think uh, in the future, like I was just meeting a you know, a big NBA team yesterday, and one of the comments was, you know, I think it's going to be a big thing around wearable data and betting. It's going to blow up and then the teams will jump on it, the leagues, because they can make so much money with it. But now if you combine AR, VR and wearable data and betting, live betting, I mean, that could be a a killer use case, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, So it'll be interesting to watch. Um, So, you know, what are your plans for the next 24 months? Are you talking to sports teams already or uh, do you have any plans or... Can so we are we are just the um, we are just the hardware provider. So yeah. when you look at the chain of value of our product, mm-hmm. I think we won't be talking too much to sports team. That would be that would be the role of maybe someone like you or someone who is developing application for fitness and and sports team. You know? So yeah. So we 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 are just focusing for the next twenty four months on the product itself, like putting in on the market uh, beginning of next yeah. year. And also we are already working on the version version two of the product, which will be, you yeah. know, slimmer uh, with better performance. And uh, because it's hardware, you know, you have to put it on the paper two years before you even start to see something, yeah. you know. Yeah, that makes total sense. So look, I'm happy to help you any way I can, you know, connect with, with teams and or ISVs will make the content. Like there's a great company called Strava Labs that I'm sure you uh-huh. know. They're very big on VR training. Uh, they're kind of the leader. They started in the NFL. So I think these are the kind of companies that you want to you should, you should try to partner with. So, okay. Um, 
Yeah. Amazing. Um, great. So look, I, you know, we're, we're arriving at the end of the show. I wanted to congratulate you again. I think it's amazing what you guys are doing. Thank you. It's not easy. It's not easy to build. Uh, so thank you again and uh, uh, enjoy the rest of the day. Thank you very much, Julian. Thank you so much for the show.